0: Last time on Our Sparks Ignited the professors were called into the dean's office and given the job to pass as many students as possible now we are entering the last week before finals at Tollier West week passes and are one week closer to finals where do we find the group of the lot of y'all hanging out on on campus where would y'all be like in some free time
1: you know I think Iosa might actually be in the library because you know Teaching is all well and good, and obviously that is the dean's foremost objective in the near term. But, well, researching and
2: publishing, they're important. Bread and butter. Mm -hmm. So what do you want to research? You know, I think she might be researching
1: something a little taboo, actually. I think she might be kind of mixing uh, pleasure and work, as it were, because she knows a deep secret about the Seer, the department head of Foresight, part of their true name, but does not know anything beyond that, the implications, what other things might... What other... Complications might result from either knowing that knowledge, or for um, you know, basically learning more about that glyph that has kind of seared itself into her memory to never fade, and seeing if she can one learn more about the seer at the same time as two, ideally finding something she can begin putting a, together
2: a paper for. Uh, as sort of a cover for this research. All right. So I'm going to have you delve deeper. All righty. Plus zero to research.
1: Here we go.
0: Let's go, gamers. That is a ten. Flat. Nice!
3: Nice! Very lucky
1: dice tonight for me.
0: Ask three from the list below.
1: All righty. So regarding this glyph of great secrecy and probably great portent as well, I think foremost she wants to know, what's the history here?
0: What's the history of like the seer's name?
1: Yes, I think the way she's going about it is kind of like how Gandalf did research um, trying to confirm that Bilbo had the ring going through various archives, looking for references and whatnot. And I think she's like, she probably starts out on a linguistic bent, um, kind of looking at, okay, so this glyph, I know this meaning, I know this patient of it, uh, what languages share those kinds of attributes and therefore what cultures might have information on this, you know, uh, and kind of branching out from there.
2: Alright, I think what you find is that it is Gitu
0: roots, and Gitu is like kind of the folks who, like humanoids, humans who live on Shiv, like the kind of hot volcanic continent on Dominaria. But the the interesting thing about it is this seems like the exact roots and like conjugation that is used in this glyph in the way of writing it Seems to be exclusive to a Gitu tribe that only appeared like during the planar chaos or, yep, the planar chaos event when rifts to alternate realities opened up and like people were coming in back and forth, like before the big amending, which kind of changed all of magic throughout the multiverse. Oh,
1: wow. Deep, deep magics. Okay. Um, next. I think what here is not as it appears to be.
0: You've been looking at it kind of as one, like one letter more like, but it seems to be more than that in the name. So it's a larger portion of the seer's true name than you would have originally reckoned it to be. Oh, wow.
1: That's big. Okay. Um, let me note that down and then I'll give my last thing. Alrighty, and then I think lastly, um, what could I use this for? How could I tie this into uh, research and publishing related to foresight? Yeah, for maybe something about uh, unique Gitu traditions on foresight, augury, and spell casting, or something like that.
0: You know that Gitu have traditions in foresight where they. It's basically lava peering. Oh, so I love that. Yeah, so if you're able to find their thing, that will inform you a bunch about the general culture they come from and, like, maybe even like portents that would have happened on the day they were born because G2, I'm going to say G2 invest a lot of their. Invest in like prophecies when they're naming their children. Prophecies being interwoven with the naming of their children. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, there is one Gitu from this timeline named the Blood Flame, like Garner the Blood Flame. And though she's earned that title in the in the battle, like that was kind of part of her name when she was born
1: wild hell yeah um okay awesome thank you i think i think she can maybe begin putting a paper together about this although who knows maybe the dean will be like hmm someone's researching the gitu this could be a problem i guess we'll find out
0: yeah the head is bunch of like huh. <laughs> you're getting close to my origin what's up buddy <laughs> Where do we find Poe?
3: Well, it it should surprise nobody that uh, Poe is probably in his own laboratory in the alchemy department, working on some sort of uh, gizmo or gadget or or something like that. He has a specific uh, thing he's he's working on right now.
0: As you're doing it? A student, you know the student. He's part of the alchemy department, also by the name of Jimmy Redfellow. Ah, pokes his head in the door. Hey, ah, uh, Professor, how are you doing, buddy? Ah. Professor Poe, old Poe dog, Poe Damarin, the poster. Uh,
3: please, that's more than enough. Professor Poe is fine. What do you want, Redfellow? I'm quite busy.
0: We just need to borrow some equipment from your lab for the, you know, other, the, you know, below deck alchemy department. Like, we had a minor explosion. I passed, by the way. uh, But, you know, just some proper safety gear, maybe a new Bunsen burner or two or three. uh, Some hemolytic shielding for the basement, you know just some basic if, stuff if
3: you're looking for something you can go see professor cord professor cord has anything you might need you're you're certainly not taking my equipment
0: come on i mean have i ever done any wrong
3: um well let me think Redfellow. Um, Yes, on multiple occasions, uh, starting with the time, and he begins just um, going into great detail every single time this dude tried to borrow something or wanted to use something. Poe knows exactly what he's wanting to do with with this stuff. And while he appreciates the the money that comes into the alchemy department, he's certainly not going to... um, um. what's the word I'm looking for? To contribute to that.
0: Give me roll plus charisma to scathe, Jimmy.
3: I like it. This is going to be good. I got no charisma. <laughs> I rolled a three.
0: Oh my god. Oh no. I think the same thing that's going to happen that happens with you that happened with the centaur is you start like getting into your own lecture about how he's like wronged you so many times. And like you are like looking down at your hands, like counting it up, off. You're using both hands and then they're using little tokens to keep track of all the times. And when you're gone, when you look up, he's gone. Three Bunsen burners are gone. Some hemolytic shielding is gone. And like two flasks of a liquid you're using are also gone. No. Oh, And you know your options with the head of your department are incredibly limited. I think you're going to have to burn out for this.
3: Uh, Poe is irritated about this. (laughs) Very, very much so. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He would very much like to go ahead and track down where this idiot uh, student is taking all of this stuff.
0: You don't have to roll a move for that. You know where it's going. Oh,
3: yeah, absolutely I do. I'm heading down to the lower labs where that stupid freaking weird chemist Gary Gray likes to hang out when he's not teaching students.
0: All right, you go down to the lower labs. There's a red light on that's with a sign that says, Do not enter when light is on. Experiments in progress.
3: Yeah, um, Poe's going to pause for a moment. He's not a stupid man by, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, he's going to take a look at that door, give it a really good once-over, try to, t- to tell whether or not they're quote-unquote, an experiment is getting to the point where it's unsafe to open.
0: Do you want to use magic when you're trying to do that? You know, I,
3: I have a, a more interesting idea with that. Um, I have uh, this uh, ability, self-sufficient. Um, I need Whenever I uh, decide to create something I need, um, I, I can tell everybody what I'm making and then roll a plus research. So... I think uh, Poe's uh, pulling a few objects out of his pocket, um, a little magical crystal, uh, a, a sensor probe, some diodes, uh, a, a good, uh, good old-fashioned um, microprocessor is beginning to fashion all of these little things into not only a, a sensor system, but something that can actively like detect the, the chemicals and create a, um, a, a counter-agent to that. Like, like that sort of thing. So I'm rolling a research. I get a plus two on that. That's my good stat. Oh, nice. That, that is a 12 total.
0: All right. You've made it and it works. And luckily you didn't take it. Didn't take long enough to get to a part of the experiment in progress. Where opening the door would cause a shift in air pressure, which would cause the basement to detonate. So you can safely go in.
3: So slipping in very carefully, I'm going to look around. Um, I assume everybody's going to be wearing you know the respirator and, and all of that stuff. so he, he's gonna go ahead and don that up too before making making his way in. Um, and he's looking for not only the stuff he took, but any way to maybe sabotage this a little bit to, to make it so that the their experiment fails and they don't make anything useful.
2: All right.
3: Yeah, we can do multiple. I, I know that's a lot. So like if there's a, uh, multiple roles, whatever you want me to do.
0: So you want to sabotage their experiment and retrieve the stuff you were looking for? Yeah, basically. The bad news is that Jimmy was not lying when he said he needed it because you can find all the things he stole. You know, you know not stole. I'm sure he it back. You know, just... You can find all the things he took while you were laying out why you wouldn't give them to him. And for sabotaging, you could either try to... I would say that would probably be an adventure. Okay. Or if you wanted to screw them over in the long term, you could do it using... You could also use red tape to try and tie them up, but that would not stop this experiment right now.
3: Yeah, so I kind of... Like... Uh, for for those at home, they're they're making meth or, or magical meth or, or something like that. that. That's what's going on here. So either I can roll a physical to deal with it now or a, a bureaucracy to deal with it later. What's it? A... <laughs> uh, that's a six. No, no. man.
0: Our... we are cutting to. We're coming to fit chicks. Yeah. As you as you're walking through the campus, people are once again, people are being happy not instead of studying and you're like, oh, serves them, right? <laughs> you see like a small army of horseshoe crabs following probably the most scrungly looking professor <laughs> you've ever seen. He's like the new enchantment professor who came like the last month. I don't think they hire people that late in the year. This is Zor, right? Yes, named Zor. Yes. And he is yelling that he will build his army of crabs so no one can deny him tenure now. It's not clear he knows what tenure is. (laughs) Just that it's something good that means he doesn't have to work. That's what you get his When your musings are interrupted by yet another explosion coming from the alchemy department, Uh, 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 (laughs) (laughs) either someone passed or someone is in very deep trouble.
2: Oh, dear. What are you doing now? Well, (laughs) that's not my problem. Um...
4: Um... I'm wondering if I should engage with Xur. Because, um, okay, I, uh, uh, so it's been a hot minute since we did our, like, um, session zero. Um, yep. I have the body of a deceased professor in my lab. Do
2: <laughs> You sure do, do buddy. <laughs> do,
4: do, do we know what killed that professor? Or what, how they died?
0: I don't think we ever discussed it. Only that you forced them out of their lab and now they Right,
4: dead. right, right. Um So 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 I was sort of thinking based on um that being a, a thing and also this uh mysterious late hired uh strange you said enchantment professor? Yes. Um the the I suspect that they may have somehow been involved, um, mm. and uh, I was thinking before you mentioned this this professor being just right within my uh, field of vision. I was thinking of going to my lab and examining the body, but I think I want to. I think I want to interrogate Zir.
0: All right. Come, my armies, as we go and learn how to make you deal damage when you tap so we can destroy all who stand in our way. (laughs) Oh, it's a mortal. Hello, mortal. How can I help you?
4: Mortal, indeed. Um, uh, Fitchix will bend down, pick up one of the crabs. No, my soldier! <laughs> I just imagine this crab is just, like, wiggling to no avail
2: in their hand.
4: What, what exactly is it that you're trying to accomplish here, Professor Zor?
2: So, you see, when they tap... You
0: see, when they exert themselves, or some might call it tapping, I found that these Tolerian crabs can produce... Well, they don't produce mana, but if you use some mana, you can get them right and revitalized. So if we can find some way that they can make mana when they exert themselves, they can eternally exert themselves making mana. So you can use that mana to revitalize them so they can make more mana. So we need each crab to make multiple mana so we could theoretically have infinite magic. And I don't know, maybe cast another obliterate that worked so well for the first Telerian Academy. The first Telerian Academy is famously at the bottom of the sea after its former headmaster blew. Oh
3: my gosh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like hundreds of years ago, but still.
3: Professor McBoomy uh, was a teacher there, too.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Figures, figures. Um, Fitchix looks down at the crab that's wiggling and looks up at
2: uh, Zur and... A perpetual mana machine. A
4: novel idea. Which... Uh, Fitchix means novel as, uh, as a sarcastic insult here, because wouldn't everybody love to have perpetual mana? <laughs> um,
0: he does not pick up on
4: it. Yeah, I <laughs> figure he probably
2: wouldn't. <laughs> um, um. To what
4: end, my friend? To what end? Do, do you need this power for some greater goal? Is it simply your research, or is there more to it?
2: Well, you see,
0: it used to be back in my day that you could just extort like, local peasants to get all your money and what you needed. Spices, wines, good hash. But it's less, it's more found upon these days, you know. Benalians, civilizing everything, people in the desert, getting guns. So I wanted to find some way to get money without actually working. So I became a teacher after what I have heard so many people say about them. But turns out they expect you to teach here until you find the mystical force known as Tin Yur. Now, I, being an immortal being, (laughs) have plenty of time, but I do not have the patience for tenure so once i get enough mana for a fireball or maybe an obliterate or maybe even a disintegrate if i want to just be spicy to one person i will hold this academy hostage until i get tenure so i do not have to teach but i get the benefits of teaching
4: an ingenious plan surely
0: oh it is
4: mm. its
0: it a good five minutes thinking of it
4: i'm so impressed would you say there are any downsides to this incredible work you're doing?
2: Downsides?
0: I don't know quite what you're talking about. Do I know you? Are you, You're one of the necromancy professors, aren't you? Fish sticks?
4: Fish sticks.
2: Oh, yes. And
4: I teach healing, not that mm, drivel of raising things from the dead. Not that that can't be useful, <sighs> but I mean, once they're dead, it's not like they have much of interest to say.
2: Really, healing is just necromancy for people who can't commit, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> um,
4: so, so. I'm going to tell you that I feel like what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to, like, butter him up a bit. I'm trying to schmooze to get him to, like, All admit right. something to me.
0: <laughs> All right. I think my throat will die tomorrow, but yeah, go ahead and cursed.
4: <laughs> um, Let's see. That is three plus two. Nope. I, there's three. Th- there's, fuck, I can't numbers. There's two threes, which is six, plus two, which is eight.
0: Seven to nine, they'll do something simple in exchange for payment, favor, or bribe. So what do you want him to do?
4: Um, I want him to confide in me something that will be a hint as to like, um, how he might be involved either with the disappearance of uh, the history professor or with the death of the necromancy professor.
0: So, how are you bribing him or buttering him up?
4: Well, Zor, you may not quite believe in the power of healing those who are not ready to commit to a life after death. However, let me give you something that you might find useful from my vast medical knowledge. These crabs, these horseshoe crabs, Their blood itself is quite useful, magic or no magic. If you remove a small amount of their blood, it can be used as a focus in order to accelerate the exact type of uh, mana-enhancing magic that you're after. Try extracting a bit of not only the mana was in them, but also the physical blood and see what you can do with that. I think that that might,
2: um, you know, accelerate your quite fascinating research. Oh, physical.
0: Components Oh I have not who Haven't had heard blood matching like that or physical components since mm, you know the Dark Ages. <laughs> oh yes, old oh, and the Ice Age. Oh my goodness, you are a smart one, Professor.
4: Why thank Bichicks. you. Chicks Thank you.
0: Yes. Oh, you you remind me of Joda that hoof brilliant chap. Tried to kill me several times. I've tried to kill him several times. Oh man, he wouldn't Yes, but we're we're great friends, aside from the time I hit him with a brick and tied him up and shoved him in my basement about a month or two ago.
4: Yes, happens to the best of us. To the best of friends.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Greatest friends. Just don't ask him about it. He's too embarrassed to admit it.
4: Oh, I wouldn't dream of it. Come on.
0: Come on, Krabs. It's time for you to see who gets (laughs) leeched. And... He marches off with the crabs. Are you putting the crab down? Uh, yeah,
4: I'll. I'll actually. You know what? I'm gonna see if he if he walks away without noticing that I am still holding the crab. I'm gonna take that one I picked up with me. Take it to my lab. Oh yeah, he does not. Know,
0: he does not notice it.
4: Excellent. So I can think of two different things. I could either delve deeper on um, examining uh, the dead professor's corpse. Or I could delve deeper on trying to look into that little tidbit that uh, Iosa tipped me off on, the fact that um, Dave and his dad aren't uh, on such good terms. And I feel like I feel like I'm thinking more selfish
2: and want to do that second one. Oh, yeah. So? Roll plus research. All right, my research is a plus zero, so this is just a straight roll.
4: Um. Oh, come on! <laughs> I rolled a fucking three.
2: No. Oh,
1: I wish I could have shared some of the luck I seem to have tonight with you.
4: Eh, it's fine. So what? Ha- what? What happens if I? If I miss on a delve deeper? Do I just waste the time?
0: Tell me how your research gets your department's head attend, department the head of your department's attention and why they're mad at you for it. Oh
4: boy, it. okay. Um so I think that uh, a part of why it gets me in trouble is because uh, the department head as we have um established um has uh, is really kind of two personalities in one um has a spinning head like that of uh the mayor from the nightmare before christmas one who mostly handles the department of life and one that mostly handles handles the department of death um and um i think that uh oh yeah so so also um they agree the dean not the dean uh the the department head agrees both sides agree that um we shouldn't let the dean know that I have this body, but probably do they probably do want me to figure out what's going on with it. And I think that they ask me for an update. Um and I have none. <laughs> um and uh I, I probably may that they if they ask, you know, and why not, um you know, perhaps unwisely mentioned that I got sidetracked um looking into uh the important family.
0: So I think this is gonna Margaret Burnout as another burnout as you were called into their office no. like during finals oh, week. Oh yeah, this
4: no. Is, yeah. That's my third burnout
2: box, by the way.
0: The Dean is like sitting in one of his nice suits, like Now, Elo, now, Professor, I am very concerned about, you know, your well-being, and we just wanted to have a little talk, and the head switches around to the death, the death head. It's like, I wanted to know why you were looking into blackmailing one of our most important students, Professor, instead of, you know, doing the job we assigned you to do.
4: It is my job as... Professor, indeed, to look into the well being of all my students. And Dave Important is not currently passing my class. I just was looking for a little something that I could use to give him some motivation. I do understand that. I could perhaps have spent a bit more time on, you know, our little project with the old professor, but um, I thought that with finals coming up, the well-being of my students should be my top priority.
0: Um, and... You, as you say that Dave Important is not passing your class, it swivels back to the white, the life professor, the light head now, life head now, who has a panic expression. No, no, Professor Fishsticks, Fishsticks. (laughs) Oh, what do you mean he's not passing your class? I mean, of course he's passing your class. You care about the, you know. The well-being of your students. I care about the well-being of the department, and my job is getting the department funny funding. And oh, you better believe that the important family is giving us plenty of money for funding. So you know, just bump that grade up a few. Maybe give them a C. Maybe like one or two letter grades. Let the boy feel good about himself on knowing that he is. He can always improve.
2: I
4: will find a way to get him some much-needed extra credit. Does that satisfy you?
0: Deathhead comes. Background. Good. Yes. Oh, I. Yes. Give him some extra credit. You know, maybe just. If the other students don't feel it's fair that he's passing suddenly, you know, maybe just give everyone some extra boost. But let me tell you, Professor, you know, if we have if we lose money from the funding from the important family. You'll have we'll probably you'll probably lose that office, you have and we? Especially if it comes out that that professor is dead before we find out what happened to him. Like that's which is, you know, why we assigned you to this. Because, you know, you're smart, aren't you? You stay on task, don't you?
4: Of course, of course, of course. I won't let you down.
0: All right. Otherwise, you are going to be teaching summer school and remedial classes this year. Is that what you want?
4: Oh, I can tell you the students need the remediation, but I would rather not be responsible for it.
2: Neither would I. Have a good finals, Professor. I can't thank you enough. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Poe, you wake
4: up
0: in the hospital. Uh,
2: Oh, no. um, Oh, shit, that's right. (laughs)
3: Well, there's a thing about that. I do have a way to negate that harm, if you'll allow it. All All right. So... We flash back to the previous evening when this gigantic explosion happens. And and you just watch in slow-mo that little gizmo that uh, Poe had made reacting to the chemicals to create this uh, shield that kind of deflects this damage but also pushes him up into the sky through the ceiling, the floors, everything going right out of the building and propelled high into the air. Now, as this is happening, Poe just can't help but silently reflect to himself that he really should have done a little bit more math um, before trying to grab that Bunsen burner um, that uh, that damn kid had stolen. Um, He just snatched that first thing up, not even thinking about it impulsively. But as he's flying through the air, he just kind of looks around and says, well, this is my life now using his uh, workhorse ability. So when you react to something ridiculous, over-the-top, mind-rending, or appalling by rolling your eyes and getting on with things, you get to choose one of these. And the thing I'm going to choose is whatever is happening won't directly hurt me or one other person you or thing you name. So goddammit, he doesn't really want to, but he's going to name that stupid kid Jimmy um, as well.
0: All right, so it's one other person. Yeah, and it's it not says or. whatever is happening oh, cool.
3: won't directly hurt you or one o- or oh, wait a minute, or one other person. Okay, so it's just me then. Never mind. I thought you said and for a second, but okay. no, it's or. So it's just me. Yeah, so it's just, just you me. me. Screw that kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think I think that really is noting you a visit from your head at the department. That's fair. <laughs> I, where are you the next day as they come in?
3: Um, I, I suppose Professor McBoomy is um, hitting up Poe first thing in the morning. Poe likes to get to his office early, sit down, have a nice cup of uh, just perfectly brewed tea, um, and read the morning paper before getting on with whatever lectures or um, research he has to do. So that's probably where uh, the professor is finding him.
0: All right. As you are reading the paper, you hear at your door.
3: Office hours are from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Thank you.
0: It was mostly a formality, Professor.
3: Oh.
0: As Professor McBoomy, like, opens the door and just makes his way in without oh, being invited uh,
3: professor! Prof- uh, uh, so very good to see you um you, you know i was planning hmm. on uh, uh coming up to your office later on today
0: oh why you was what okay tell, tell me he sits down in one of the chairs What were you planning on coming up to my office for? Because I was coming down to your office for a very specific thing, and I wanted to make sure we were on the same wavelength. Oh, uh,
3: of course, of course, Professor. Well, um, I I wanted to discuss that very impressive explosion that happened the previous evening.
0: That's the same thing Uh, I wanted. Great
3: great minds think alike, sir.
0: We Look, now we all know the first rule of explosion magic is to have fun. But the second, you know the second rule. Pay attention when lab lights are on. And I believe, as we could all see you soaring through the air, (laughs) that you did not pay attention. And now... We have a deeper basement that is not quite waterproofed. Four people are in the hospital. Plenty of lab equipment has been ruined again by an explosion when someone, someone, hmm, maybe the only person who wasn't injured in, but still in a hazmat suit, took a Bunsen burner, creating a Temperature differential that led to a chain reaction. Does that sound familiar, Professor? Which
3: never ever would have happened if uh, that bastard Professor Gray wasn't sending his students to take my things.
0: Tell me, tell me, Professor, uh, when was the last time you made money for the department? Uh,
3: Three hours, seven minutes and 16 seconds ago, sir.
0: Oh, what was that? Did you sell some of your books
3: off? Of course not. My inventions have been uh, working quite well. And all of the research I've done over the years has uh, benefited this uh, facility quite substantially.
0: That's good. And do you think that money you made three hours ago compares to the money you cost us last evening? In that, I will admit, Fantastic explosion. If you are a student, I would have passed you, but you're not, so I'm just mad.
3: Well, of course, sir. But as we all know, explosions are just a natural part of science. You yourself has said many times in your lectures that explosions are in essence the very um physical expansion of of industry and experimenting so i so not only did i make sure that that stupid kid doesn't uh, take my equipment again which he should not be doing at all but i showed all of the students and faculty just how potent a true explosion can be. I'm trying to schmooze him, if that wasn't obvious.
0: <laughs> I think he's gonna do one more thing before you schmooze okay. him. Actually, yeah, I can't had a roll to schmooze, but do it at disadvantage, <laughs> because he is...
3: No, that's valid. That's yeah. absolutely valid. God, I fucking rolled one a six, but... Uh...
4: Five and four nine. Oh.
0: I think he is going not going to file any formal like proceedings if you don't give him trouble with what he says next, Professor. I cannot hold you. I cannot fault you for making an explosion. That is a court in and of this ap- department. As you know, from my days at Telerian Academy, luckily I'm a mortal. They only said there's one immortal goblin, but turns out there's two. Anyway, uh, yeah. But as you would know, you know, from even the basic lectures, there are actions and reactions, catalysts, and then the consequences of those catalysts. Actions, consequences. The catalyst was... Professor Gray understandably appropriating your equipment. Maybe he didn't go through the correct channels, too. The consequence was you exploding the basement of the department. So we have to get that repaired. We have to replace the equipment, and he will need a new laboratory.
2: The, well, that was action. The consequence, well, you're going to get to move to the
0: adjunct laboratories for now, while Professor Gray and Jimmy, once you know, he gets his limbs reattached. We'll be making do in your current laboratory.
3: Oh, damn. Pode gives a very deep sigh. But God damn it! This is my life now. <laughs> so, oh so well. He rolls his eyes and gets on with things.
1: <laughs> Rip, and I emphasize this pepperoni.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> All right. So, Iosa,
0: I think you are the one who, I think you're the only one who isn't being chewed out currently by a
2: professor,
3: <laughs> by
0: a head of the department. Despite
1: literally researching to forbidden knowledge.
3: I mean, the, the day's not over yet, technically. Oh,
2: that's true. Yeah, they have to appreciate your option. <laughs> um...
0: Yeah, I think you can you can get caught in just a match with everyone else. As the seer's like, hey, uh so I've been looking into some realities and how, how have you been doing? How have you been doing Um
1: I think Iosa is
0: summoning all
1: of her willpower to not panic because there is no coincidence in the Department of Foresight. And this timing, mm, mm-mm. And so she replies, "Just peachy. Uh, how have things been
0: with you, Seer? Oh. oh, they've been great. They've been great. Uh yeah. The dean told me that you. Well, not only dean. Like, I've heard from some students, and maybe even you, and like another dimension that you you did an excellent job the other week teaching history. Oh, thank you. It was. And
1: for a brief mm. instant, some unabashed sincerity comes to the surface." It was a true delight. It, being able to cross subjects once in a while and, well, mm-hmm. get their eye, get that twinkle in their
2: eye. It's wonderful to see students oh, fired yes. it up.
0: It's so great to see that in the students. You know, kids are the future. Ah, <sighs> uh, yeah. You are also researching something in the library. Oh yes. How's that? Are you publishing a paper soon?
1: Yes, I um. Um, yes, I uh, understand there's a culture on Shiv, the volcano continent. Uh, They had some fascinating methodology when it comes to foresight and augury magics. And I figured, well, as an underanalyzed method, it could be an interesting research topic. Desperately, of course, trying and to avoid saying the word, the name, or worse,
0: the glyph. Yeah. And the, the seer is just going to steeple their fingers and look at you
2: like 10 seconds. Are you, is Ayo sweating? Yes. Like, yes, absolutely.
1: Um Visibly. She's trying to poker face it. She knows she has. She's not like using special foresight abilities to know this is probably not going well,
2: but she is trying. Ah, uh, give me, give me, give me a quick two d six plus
0: whatever thing you're using to keep your cool. Um because she's relying
1: on putting on airs and just kind of wearing that mask like she did a bit earlier, I'm going to argue it is charisma, which is, at the you know, her highest. Um, but let's see. That
2: is a 6 plus 2, 8. All right. Right before you're about to say
0: something, like, just out of stress is... It- Well, it's always lovely to talk to you, Professor Iosa. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you want to do more research into the Gitu, I'm sure I could find someone who has plenty of experience. They don't seem to have caught on quite yet what you're doing, but you know they have some... They know what you... They know... Like of the traditions, so their eyes are closer mm. on you now.
1: Uh, Iosa quietly praises all the gods she can think of in the moment and gulps and says, uh, Thank you, Seer. If you happen to find someone with firsthand knowledge, she lets that slip and curses herself quietly. Um, <laughs> More advanced knowledge. Then I would be pleased to know. That would greatly help my next paper.
0: And they grin just a little too wide for your liking.
2: Oh, I will do that. Um, are we concluded for now? Of course. You, you have some finals
0: to attend that, to.
1: That I do. Right? Thank you very much. And she practically sprints oh. out of the office.
0: <laughs> oh, she is a fun one to test <laughs> As finals are going on, can I get you each to roll two d6 plus one to determine how your students do. Two
4: d6 plus what? Oh, one, plus one.
0: Because that's how many times you talked in this okay. one shot. Yes.
4: Alright. Yo. Double sixes. Oh, I didn't do quite that well, but I didn't do horribly. I got a, a nine.
1: Um, I swear right. I didn't pick loaded dice. They rolled low for me when I played D&D with them. I rolled an 11 plus 1, 12.
0: Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Poe and Iosa, like your students knock it out of the park. Like, you barely have to do any fudging of gradings to get, like, a very good spread. Poe's
3: explosion yeah. worked. Every, all the students got inspiration from it.
1: I like to imagine that maybe Poe's explosion didn't do it, but indeed someone's explosion did shatter her office's window.
0: <laughs> yes. And yeah, maybe Jimmy Redfellow not being there, like brought the great point average up for you.
3: <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs>
0: She automatically passed due to circumstances. <laughs> um, Pitchix? Yeah. The dwarf you were counting on to screw over the rest of your students didn't get there in the end. Apparently she had been partying the previous no. night.
2: <gasps>
0: so, you don't have to do too much, but like, to get her up to 100, you have to top tack on like a solid 8 points to everyone's score. You know Which does result in Dave passing.
4: I can live with Actually, that.
1: I I like to imagine FitChicks later looking at the scrying orb on Magical Rate My Professor and frowning as the rating average increases by a whopping 0.2 stars for the semester.
4: <laughs> 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 oh my reputation.
0: Yeah, I thought they were hard as going in, but they act- they're actually pretty nice. They'll give you some extra credit if you ask for it. Oh, no! no.
2: I don't want to be known for extra credit! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finals are wrapped up. Zer has not yet enchant- held the school hostage, but who knows? Maybe there's a later time.
2: But as, f- as the school year reps, where are y'all? What are y'all doing over the summer? Ooh. I think Professor Iosa is taking the opportunity
1: to venture a little bit. Um, Go and maybe build herself a small little party and try and go looking for more little forbidden, possibly seer-related secrets away from their prying eyes. At least, away from the non-magical ones.
4: Um, I think that uh, Fitchex would actually be interested in coming along on that venture. Um, oh, hell yeah. Uh, you know, in the capacity of, you know, Potentially being a healer, if anything goes awry, but also just you know also looking
2: for secrets that they are interested in. hell yeah, love that
3: I, I think we all know where Poe is back in his uh in his laboratory. he's a workhorse, so even when uh school does school does end, he's still. Tinkering away, figuring out the latest cool magical gizmo, the wh- whatever weird potion he might come across at the time, he he just never stops working.
0: There you go. And thank you all for playing Pace Smoke with
4: Heck
3: me. Heck yeah, yeah! This was a blast.
0: Thank you yeah. for
4: running. Yeah,
3: a lot of
0: fun.
1: Uh-huh. Honestly, my mind is just I don't know, still buzzing. Uh, like
4: I feel like there's so much more we could explore with these I know. In this world. Right,
3: right, oh. definitely.
0: Once more I give people whole ass blorbos from a <laughs> Um All right starting with Joe, where can we find you? Um if that's all right. Oh, oh
4: oh like like me me Joe Yes um, find me like on the internet on like social yes. media <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> social media? Other projects if we want to hear your lovely voice yes. and more of your gremlin characters. Um, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Okay. So um well Nix and I are both on Trials of the Apocalypse. Um I specifically have voiced in um the Ghost Lines arc, the the Watch arc, and uh the Monster of the Week arc. Um uh Trials of the Apocalypse, um it's uh it's um an anthology podcast, so it's it's kind of similar to what we're doing here, right? We did a one shot um, with random people in a, a unique setting. Um, that's what we do on Tota. We uh, trial out different powered by the apocalypse games. We actually have played Pig Smoke. I wasn't in it, but uh, it was a really really fun game. Um, so if you want to listen to more Pig Smoke, check out Tota. Um, and um, in every episode of Tota, I am the voice that says last time on Trials of the Apocalypse.
0: Dead ringer. So, you know, Dead ringer for that post clip. That's <laughs> <laughs> fucked up and um,
4: I also uh, am a streamer on Twitch. Um, Hazel Azazel Zell is my uh, username. I mostly stream Gardic um, Phone, um, which is completely unrelated to what we're doing here. But, uh, you know, might as well plug myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you can also find my voice talents in Tota. I played in the Ghost Lines arc and the Watch arc. So that was a great pleasure and so much fun. And it's, of course, fun playing here today as well. Perhaps atypical for a software engineer, though. I don't really have much public-facing social media. Um, so if you think i'm rad or whatever uh please reach out to the fine runners of this podcast and maybe they can uh let your message trickle on through and hey um if there's uh more roles to play uh, more characters to voice color me interested
0: all right and matt
3: I'm Matthew R. Dawson. You can find me at Scruffy Wanderer on the tweets and the instas. And you can catch me live every Monday and Wednesday over on twitch.tv slash random rhapsody, where I am your friendly neighborhood host and GM for the Debauchery Circus campaign, the Fab Five campaign, and our brand new uh, campaign, Sonnet of Blood, a Curse of Strahd playthrough. You can also catch up on all of our previous episodes on youtube.com slash random Rhapsody or anywhere you get your podcasts on just random Rhapsody.
0: Jamming and producing was done by Chell. Hey, that's me. Our intro and outro music were made by Amelia, who you can find on Twitter at am underscore rids underscore music. Magic the Gathering is property of Richard of the Ghost. Our Sparks Ignited is unofficial fan content pirated under the fan content policy. It's not approved or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, and portions of the material used are property of Wizards of the Coast's Wizards of the Coast LLC.
2: i saw it briefly on audacity oh where was it i just saw it well mine
1: said 26 yeah case disc, disc, disc space <laughs> remaining for recording dick space remaining for recording <laughs> 26 <laughs> hours in length that's uh, a long deck
0: <laughs> it's like it's like one of those old-timey wax cylinders
4: <laughs>
0: you just roll it over to do the recording <laughs>
4: yeah okay i found it and it says i have 64 hours left so okay we're we're solid I've, 64 we're recording... hours of dick
1: sounds <laughs> like a good time no, awesome, no. But... i
4: don't want to be awake for that long let alone dick, being dicked down the whole fucking time 64 hours straight Listen, i don't fucking think so if it is
1: phenomenal World shattering dick? Yeah, nah, fine. I'll I'll take the cost. I'll get get a little insomnia. Break 60... my sleep schedule. That's
3: more, <laughs> A little okay, you when know. I'm
0: keeping this in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: earning that explicit tag. <laughs> <laughs>